Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality. I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Today on the podcast is my friend Deanna Chang. Deanna is an actor, a producer, a director, an all around hilarious smart recapper of podcasts and frequent guests of podcasts. Um, I've interviewed Deanna before. You have to go back to my library and find my chat with her where we deep dive on her career and talk about things that her background and things that she's done. Today, we're sticking to recapping. We're going to go through Dallas. We're going to go through New Jersey and we're going to go through OC. And yes, we do go off on some tangents. Now, here's the thing. We did not get to the New Jersey fight between Marge and Danielle. It was a glaring omission, but thank God Deanna saved the day. She recorded a little recap of the fight that I've added on to the end of this episode. So stay tuned to the end of the end. What you think might be the end is not the end. Okay, enjoy. Okay, so I am back with one of my favorite top five guests. I mean, yeah, I would say. Wow. Deanna Chang, thank you so much for being being at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good to be here when someone shows up with a couple microphones. (laughs) And two pairs of slippers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I must say, amazing keto muffins. I'm so happy you enjoyed them. I really did. I'm going to send you home with a few. I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pack a few. (laughs) And the recipe. And the recipe. Okay, good. So we have a lot to talk about. So if last time I had you on, we did kind of like a little bit about your life. So we're going to refer people to that to okay. get the full scoop <laughs> on the amazing Deanna um, because we really have a lot to cover today. <laughs> and it's not, plate. yeah, those wrap ups not going to make itself happen without us. Right. Okay. So where do we start? Where do you want to start? We, we've got a few franchises Gosh. to cover. I mean, well, so we have New Jersey, OC, and Dallas, right? Yeah. So just and, so everyone yeah. knows where we are in the process. So Dallas is about to air the part two finale tonight, tonight which is going to cover. I'm so bummed. But I we saw a preview, it. which we'll talk about. And then OC is over. So we can fully wrap that Maybe up. Maybe we start with OC. Let's start with OC. That was, wow. It was, <laughs> it was a great reunion. It was an epic reunion. Vicky was let out of that cage and went crazy. I mean, as a producer... I think I did really respect the producers seeing how they have to manage her. And I would love your insight on it. It's like she's been with these people right forever, right? That is that the sense you got when she was talking to whomever? A lot of comfort there. There's just comfort a, to yell. And have you ever had to kind of like manage a human being like that? Oh, my God. I had a wedding planner for a show I was doing way back when for the Style Network. Um I won't say her name, but okay. I don't know if she's still doing what she does. But we went, there was a destination wedding in Anguilla. And she ha- was on anxiety medication, but <laughs> didn't have it with her. Oof. Ah. She had a complete nervous breakdown, but it wasn't like a, oh, I feel bad for her one. It was like, oh my God, she's fucking insane. To the point where her husband had to like call all the doctors, try to get the Medicaid, like Xanax sent to the nearby <sighs> pharmacy. Screaming at everyone, going mental, freaking out. Yeah, and I needed her. I mean, this was, we're stuck on an island, literally. We have three days or whatever it was to get this entire show in the bag. She's the, it was that show, Whose Wedding Is It Anyway? So it focused on the planners. Okay. It was insane. Wow. So that's the only, I mean, look, there's been, you yeah, know, I've dealt with news anchors. So you deal with divas and tantrums sometimes, but nothing like, other than that one story, that Vicky situation was rough. I mean, I guess I kept thinking to myself, okay, she's threatening to walk out every second, right? Yet she's not. But she's not walking out. And nobody's, it's it's not a real threat. You know, it's not actually a threat because. So is it acting? Is it knowing that she's making good TV? I don't think it's that. That was <laughs> real emotion. But I think like, I guess I was wondering, are the producers worried she's going to walk? But they know she needs the show. And that sh- the show is everything to her. So she's not going anywhere, but she's just going to make everyone miserable along the way. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. It reminded me of when my daughter has a meltdown mm-hmm. and she does threaten all kinds of things and she's off her rocker. And I just, you know, not always, but most of the time I just think I need to weather this storm, yeah. kind of ignore it. 
you know, and ride just, it out. yeah, ride it out. And I felt like the producer was in like parent mode. Like yeah. this is going to pass. She's done this before. We just have to let her get her, you know, crying and, and frustration out and then she'll be okay. And the, were you completely freaked out when she came out and was like, I'm really hot, Andy. I'm up here. And then all of a sudden he introduces it and she just puts a smile on it. It was like a sociopath switch. It was. Right? There's a couple sociopaths. <laughs> Danielle had one in the store, but we'll wait on that. She had it with the oh store my. owner. That was sociopathic. I was like, I'm scared. She is. Yeah. She is such good television, though. That's the thing. I These mean, people are so Vicky, awful. Exactly. You know, I mean, what would that reunion have been without her? Not it w- much. It wouldn't. Well, the Shane's. So let's talk about Emily and Shane because I'm endlessly fascinated. (laughs) Why am I so fascinated by their marriage? Because it's odd. It's the weird, very odd marriage. It's so, and they're both. Here's my thing. I think I've said this before about Emily. I strangely like. I love her. Right. So, but I I don't ever like anyone on these shows. Right. We love to hate them. That's why we watch them. But I actually genuinely enjoy Emily as a person. Like I could go to lunch with Emily. Yes. I actually have texted with her. Oh, um, you're but like, we are going to lunch. Today. But we had no. We haven't gotten past that. I just want to do the podcast. And the Bravo people, if you're listening, I can't stand you. Um, really? Yeah, they just like they don't value podcasts unless you know you're a bit such. I get. But even them, they don't. I mean, they, well, they, they don't, don't bring anybody. Exactly. On that's not their thing. So um, we're gonna cut that part out. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> so Emily, yeah. So I just I find her to be smart. Yes mostly a well-balanced human being. Yes. Why she chose Shane and continues to choose Shane. I almost understand more why she continues to choose Shane than why she originally, why she originally chose him. Right. It's hard to you break up kids. a marriage and like kids. It's, right. But like you didn't, I mean, she's a beautiful Gorgeous. woman. Like beautiful one of the woman. most beautiful. Beautiful body, beautiful face. What, what's going on? Why does she choose this I, twerky dork? What did mean, Kelly call him? Dork. Kelly is another one but I'd rather hang with Shane than Kelly maybe Um, but like I don't feel in danger with Shane you know like Kelly I do feel scared Um, Shane I I mean he just seems like a miserable I don't know you know (laughs) what is there he's just a little I mean I don't think they have a sex life. No sex life. They've never had. By the way, I don't think they've ever had sex. Because those kids are surrogate. So So it's not like, oh, they've had sex three times. No, never. I think it's low self-esteem. I don't think there's any other. Right. It has to be. It has to be. Maybe because of her mother. Like, I think there's a lot of issues there with the mom. Right. There is no good reason. And also, you've ever been in a relationship where you fall in love with someone's parents, like your, your in-laws? Those parents. Yes. Yeah. So that happened to me once. And I think that's also what's going on. I think she felt, I think she felt held by them in a way that she hadn't in her mm-hmm. own family. And when you fall in love with a family and feel like, oh, I'm finally a daughter. Right. That can be intoxicating. Yes. So I wonder, especially because, you know, it was 15 years ago, whatever it right. was, if that was part of the allure. Maybe. Right. Yeah, I think that's a great theory. And, you know, he actually came off better in this episode than ever, ever, ever on he the did. show. He's, and he, I didn't think he was faking it. I didn't think he was trying to look good, actually. I thought he was just speaking. You know what, though? It kind of reminds me of, like, when my husband and I go to couples therapy. And he and, puts his best foot Yes, forward. and yeah. I'm like, I, do, I, you, she doesn't know, yeah. really. Like, this, she probably thinks he is the most incredible person right and so I sort of felt a little not saying that he doesn't have any good qualities because based on that maybe he does even though we didn't think before that he had any good qualities <laughs> That's strong, pushing- <laughs> but just he was more palatable he wasn't we didn't want to literally shoot him down yeah um I felt like it was a little calculated like he, he listen he's he is dumb he hasn't passed the bar <laughs> clearly after Ouch. like 20 times but he's smart enough to know that he's in a composed environment right. where he's not in a verite scene. Yeah. He needs to, you know. Raise his bar. Raise a, his profile a tiny right. bit. And it was a tiny, uh, you're a right. notch it was, Yeah, was a, a small notch. Tiny notch. For a tiny man. For a small man. <laughs> he's such a small I mean, man. God bless small men. Look, I, I appreciate <laughs> there's so much prejudice, especially if you're a tall lady. Like, and I'm, I'm looking at you right now and I can tell that you never dated a short guy. I have. It hasn't worked. It hadn't worked out, but and, it's, okay. it's hard. Yeah. But no, it's how but did that's you because do of inside me. with it. No, but that's all me. I know, but yeah. that's most women. So guys that are short, <laughs> right. do get the shaft in a way that is shocking. You know, it's like women just were, it's a no goes 
zone. So I do appreciate a tall man, a tall woman with a short man, but not this particular one. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's really, you know, there's been a lot of controversial men in yeah, these franchises. He's, he's a good, he's pretty bad. Yeah. Like you don't find really a lot of Shane defenders. No, <laughs> no. Although the women seem to be like, oh, Emily is contributing to some of this, which was interesting. It I'm was. Like, huh. we, we got a glimpse of it. Um, I think they showed text messages. Remember one episode where she was kind of going off and yeah. you know, you're trying to figure out who's the blue, who's the white yeah. to figure out like, wait, which ones did she send? Which ones, you know, and he's kind of like, chill out. You know, he's the cool, like, you know, when they try to gaslight you. Yeah. And so, but she was going a little nutso. Right. So look, I'm sure, of, but I still blame Shane for pushing oh, her. Day. Every <laughs> for day. pushing her to go I crazy. I mean, when she called and said, I need a hip replacement, <gasps> he was like, like, if my husband did that I, to I, me. I, I, I can't. I just would, I would feel so unsupported and so not alone. You know, it's just really. You know what was the most heartbreaking part of that? Her daughter crying. I know. I could not. First of all, I think I may have texted this to Emily. Her daughter is the single cutest human so, being so cute. on the planet. Yeah. Like I don't, and I'm including my own daughter. Like yeah. she, I have never seen <laughs> a, a cuter, a beauty, a gorgeous child. And also just seems so sweet. adorable yeah. and sweet. Like you made that little girl cry. You piece of shit. Yeah. Shane. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Aliza, can I pivot for one second? <laughs> sure. Is it about, like is it about into- short men again? Cause I can't. No. <laughs> I feel too guilty. <laughs> I would like to pivot into the lawsuit. I was in a deep confusion all season. I was like, who? So I actually went and did some research for today. Oh, thank you. So I don't know if you had a firm handle. Wait, are we talking about the Jimbalino lawsuit? Yes. I think I have a handle on it. Okay, so I felt like all season I was like, what did what I miss? Is the lawsuit? Right. You know, and then it's Heather McDonald. Right. That revelation. <laughs> okay. They shocking. finally, but they finally explained that like at the very end, I think in a testimonial, I think Tamara said we were on Heather McDonald's podcast. Oh, I missed I this. think. Okay. Maybe it was on Watch What Happens Live. Okay. Like maybe, you know, you, it's like we consume all this. Who knows where it Ancillary content. It we don't know. It could be on Instagram. Yeah. So, it. well, tell us what you, what no, you found I mean, from I your deep dive. I just was deep so dive. confused. Yeah. As, when it was Heather McDonald, first of all, I know that bitch is working her ass off. You know, she's a... Hustler with a capital H. When I read that he's suing her for a million dollars, I actually felt bad for her. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt bad for her too. I, I mean, mean, yeah. Oh it's, God. It's, the whole thing is, I don't actually understand. Here's the thing of what I know about defamation. Yeah. Is I don't think that he's going to actually win. The problem is you have to spend so much money on lawyers. Right. To just squash it. Anyone can sue anyone. This is the problem Uh, in our country. So this is no merit. They can say whatever the fuck they want. She can say whatever. It's a podcast. This is not, you know. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure we're going to say something. (laughs) Jim Bellino better not sue us. You know, that warrants a potential lawsuit. You know, I'm I'm hoping we say something. Shane, don't sue us. (laughs) We love you. But the one thing that I think (laughs) did them wrong is that Shannon said, I believe it was Shannon. She said, I won't let my kids go to that trampoline park he has because people get paralyzed. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, this is new information. That feels new. I thought they said he was like a scam, like it was like a scam or something. Well, yeah. Tamara said, I have a theory. Everything is in her name, meaning Jim Bellino's wife. Why, though? What's the theory? What's, what's he's the going to go to jail. He's a shady motherfucker. And then Shannon wrote, no, I heard they don't have the trampoline business anymore because they were sued. I won't let my kids go because people get paralyzed, <laughs> you know. So that's not great. Just you want know? to make clear that Dana is quoting a <laughs> podcast. Well, she is not saying this about Jim Bully. That's right. No, I'm just looking. <laughs> I went and just looked for the text because I was freaked out. I felt really bad. Like, I know nobody has a million dollars to throw around. But Heather McDonald, I know, I mean, she hustles to the point of nauseam. And does. I see her working very hard. And it just bummed me out. Well, and also, she didn't say it. They did. Right. I mean, I think what she maybe say? she's... No, I don't have that. I mean, can I read a little bit of what he said? Please. And this is drama at a, with a capital D. Okay. I am working hard not to feel broken. Oh, I am at the mercy of people who do not know the real me and the scary and dangerous place to be. Um, 
yeah, that's all. <laughs> wow. But you know, he's coming, he's coming in hot. And he was upset that they said he's going to be going to jail and that his <laughs> trampoline business paralyzes people, which is fair. Yeah. You know, that is I a wonder fair... what something's behind that comment. Like, I'm I sure wonder. It may, somebody, <laughs> because it <laughs> happened. Probably somebody is paralyzed. <laughs> Trampolines are. Listen, not. You go, you have to sign away your life when yeah, you go to those like, places. We have one in our backyard. I think like every time, like, holy shit, if one of these it. kids, yeah, yeah. like uh, we're dead. <laughs> so anyway, that's pretty intense. That's new information. I didn't know the, the granule details Right. I mean, that. yeah, this, it just felt like I was, and I think they've pulled all the podcasts because I was trying to listen to the audio, no, but I found the text. I'm like, sure okay. it's scrubbed clean. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those. I mean, you would think in that situation, cooler heads would prevail and they could just come out and apologize. Do your own podcast where it's just, we didn't mean to say this. We have no proof that anything's ever happened. Um, We're sorry to Jim and his family. I mean, it just seems like... Squash it. Yeah. Is there another way? Yeah. I mean, and I guess, look, he's making them suffer. So he did accomplish what he wanted. I get that, I guess. I don't know what I would do in that situation, but... It's ugly. I mean, look, let's be real here. Jim Bellino, top five worst house husbands ever. I, it went, like I think that's what made me think Mauricio. about it. Like, yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> he is in the top five. He's sitting right next to Shane. <laughs> and Jim Marchese. Oh, gross. Remember him? The gross. And then there's like, well, Brooks, but he wasn't a husband. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Steve Lodge. Maybe he doesn't deserve it. Huh. But I find him gross. Really? I do. I think he's... I don't have a read on him. He's not like a piece of shit. That's not fair. I don't know enough about him. I mean, he's with Vicky, so that probably says it all. I just find him to be unseemly. Yeah. I can't get a read on him. He's like blank to me. Well, he is a blank. I mean, like that's the guy filling your love tank, sweetie. Right. I don't think so. So what about Gina? Speaking of, well, Matt's top worst house husband, but we don't freaking know him. That was bad. Yeah. I have a love for Gina. Yeah. Have you heard Amy Phillips do her imitation of Gina? Oh my God. It's I the. Don't think I've heard she's it like, yet. so I was walking in. Like she overemphasizes. <laughs> That's crazy because I'm from Long Island. She's I from, feel like I know the accent. Staten Island, though. I think she's Long Island. Is it? Okay. But I thought it was Staten she, Island. She has some sort of like Long Island, Rochester. <laughs> totally. Hybrid. Chicago and Rochester are like yeah. the same accent. Oh, totally. It's bizarre. It's it's odd. And I've said this before. My biggest pet peeve, not just with her, but with Gwyneth Paltrow and the Kardashians, is an overemphasis of an R. So really? Uh, and she and Gina does it. And it makes my head explode. It's like Look, nails on I'm a woman with vocal fry. So I have to You said to that tread last lightly. time and I don't I find do, you to have vocal fry. Uh, thank you. But I know <laughs> I can only say so much because really? I have a... Really? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes, the R thing? It's oh. not great. Oh. But Gina, I find funny, especially in the testimonials. I, She's I do, really she good. She does make t- me laugh. Sorry. Her look in the testimonials is distracting, but once oh, you get God. over the yeah, look... you always have to get over the look. That silver dress look will haunt me till the day I die. She didn't do good things with her face and body um, this year. <laughs> I love on the reading. She's like, look, I'm a little chubby now. I get it. I'm like, you are a little chubby now, actually. Uh, uh, but uh, maybe fine. Like, it's not <laughs> right. really chubby. Well, she it gains just, it in her face. Right. And her face has, well. Well, what do you, do you <laughs> think it's actually something has happened to the face? Like, with a knife or? I think it's drinking. Because it, to me, it's, I a, agree. it's a carbo bloated face i agree i don't yeah. think she's had any alter no alteration. i mean just the yeah just the standard botox just and filler. a little botox and yeah. maybe a filler but yeah. nothing no 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 she, i don't think she's messed with it i think that it's her lifestyle let's put that in quotes i agree <laughs> i think it's a lot of salt and a lot of alcohol yeah. and so, carbs and that's it you yeah. know but um yeah it's fine. That will go away. She'll be, it's, it's the color of the hair and the styling. And oh, the, God. The, I liked her hair short. Personally, I was refreshed when she had that short hair. Yeah, the in. bob. It's cute. That was her best look. It was so cute. I love all of them in a short bob. Like, stop yeah, with the extensions. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it's it. it makes me insane. Like, Bronwyn and Tamara's hair. Just, like, Shannon, stop it. I be know. a grown woman. Keep I it know. age appropriate. Like, and not like I'm putting these women in their place. I just don't think it looks good. It doesn't. And it looks desperate. And I, yeah. I'm very triggered by that. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Back to Gina. Okay. I mean, look, this is heavy stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like domestic very. abuse is no... Ju- I just feel like how do we... 
Are we just going to brush it off going forward? Like they'll definitely bring her back. I think. I think she's a good housewife. She's a good housewife. I actually think. I kind of think they're all maybe. I don't know that anyone should go anywhere, but I think that a lot of <gasps> them are on the cutting block. Yeah. See, I disagree. Who I say you. Uh, I'm going to say you it. need to go. You ask the three amoebas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the core. Yeah. I just they're not Done. interesting. Shannon, yeah. I'm over. You're over right. Shannon. Yeah. Had a good time. With Shannon for a while over her fun Shannon is not fun Shannon and I'm not here for it. No, I agree with that. Tamara, I'm I just cannot stand I'm okay her. Tamara and I don't know why. Oh God, I used to feel that way for years. Yeah. I, everyone else would be I hate her. I'm like why? Yeah. I I despise her now. Okay. Vicky, she has no storyline. I'm sorry. So toxic. It's She's insane. so toxic yeah. and just but in not even an interesting it's way. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. Kelly Dodd is just gonna bring it. No matter what. Yes. I'm so scared of her, but <laughs> she's amazing. Truly though. terrified of her. Like I just find her terrifying. She's terrifying. How long do we give her a new marriage? That's that hasn't happened yet. Well, we do they get married? Do they get married? Oh, we know we kissed him. <laughs> you didn't hear that podcast. <laughs> Wait, so I'm, the I'm sorry. What? Like, you kissed <laughs> Kelly Dodd's fiance. I'm an avid listener of your podcast and I have missed that I think it was with it was what? revealed on the Aaron Martin one um yes I did I my shameful past is that I worked for Fox News, News Channel before it launched back in wow. 96 I know it's hilarious That's, considering yeah right, right, right. My you politics. were like the Kate McKinnon <laughs> in the Fox I in was. the bombshell minus the gayness I wish that yeah. I wouldn't have had to kiss Rick um oh wow <laughs> yeah and we were all drunk at a party and we ended up on a street corner but he's that guy he's a dirty dog like oh, he probably shit. kissed everyone oh boy yeah and like literally never said another word to each other okay um I mean he's cute he was cute he, he's got a huge nose but he's very sexy. Yeah, I, I and he has I amazing get it. hair. He has amazing hair. He's very alpha. He's okay. he's exactly her type. Good. But I think they're both insane. Yeah. And I think that that's going to be, as Aaron Martin said, that's going to end up as like a Betty Betty Broderick situation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is so spot on. I love it. It's like Kenya and her guy. Yes. It's like these two. They they're gonna. It's not gonna end well. It's gonna be a murder. Suey. A rabbit will yeah. be boiled <laughs> at some point by one of them, if not both. Okay. So, but like, let's, let's see it, you know, like every, even do you follow them on Instagram? Not really. So I follow them just because it's, and I don't, I don't even really, as Instagram sort of eludes sure. me, but, um, someone told me to follow both of them because even their posts are so manic. Like they're both look like they're on, been on cocaine all night. Of course, Kelly, I know you haven't done cocaine, but right. just saying as a, as a metaphor, right, just a visual. you know, just a visual. And like, it's like, I love you. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. I love you. Love you. Love you. Like huh, you two need bad. to calm down. Like do not get married in this phase that's of your bad. relationship. Right. Cause as an adult, you do not need to do that on Instagram. Yeah. And you have a child. I think he has a daughter who's maybe grown. The whole thing is so weird. And Ramona introduced them, which is weird. It's perfect. That is perfect. Ramona and Kelly died. It's cut from the same cloth. Yes. Although. Different. Excuse me. Although, you know what? Kelly's not as self-absorbed as Ramona. Ramona yeah, is a narcissist is. with a capital N. Kelly's crazy, but I don't know how much of a narcissist she is. And bitch, that's Casey had said she's like a 13-year-old boy. And that is the most accurate yes. description. You know, her humor. Yes, she's her, the worst jokes. It's just like, what? You yeah, know? she's bizarre. Like, right, she comes out of left field with the jokes, too, and... I'm not, you are like that. Like literally like 13 year old dude, rubber, your glue like that. Yeah. It's so true. That's the best analysis of her. It's, it's accurate. It is. I can't like now that it's said every time I hear her speak, I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I do love like one of the things that makes her an amazing housewife is the way she just eviscerates the other ones and just doesn't that's give true. a shit. She'll be like, you need some real boobs, Bronwyn. Like who says that? She just doesn't care. Bronwyn's mom is up there with Shane in terms of my oh hatred. My Have you heard me talk about this? She's my number one trigger. Her and She's, Lydia, remember Lydia? They are my two most hated human beings beyond oh, Shane. interesting. Beyond any of those yeah. toxic men. Those two, Lydia and Dr. Deb, yeah, Dr. are the two Deb worst people ever. It is a nightmare on wheels. <laughs> She's, a nightmare. She's a nightmare on wheels. Why like, do we hate her so much? Because it's bullshit. Completely. You know, it's... She's Rhymes terrible and riddles person. and rub dub a dub <laughs> like it's a facade. Right. It, I'm not buying it. Nobody is. 
Well, I guess at the first they're like, oh, fun, Dr. Deb. And like, how are you falling for this charlatan? Right. She's a charlatan. She's That's Trump. it. That's it. You know, and I do feel bad for Bronwyn. I mean, you're, that's a narcissist with a capital N. Oh, my God. She's like, why were you mad that I left you alone for five years while I went to go to Burning Man? Yeah. Like, she could, Fuck off. She is such a horrible person. Like, What's your take on Bronwyn? I have a hard time understanding her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I get her 100%. Right. Right. Sometimes I feel like she's a completely relatable, normal person. Yeah. And then other times I feel like, what the fuck is this marriage? What is you being a lesbian? But like, no, but I just don't like, I'm always amazed by people who exist in the world who, you know, someone who has seven kids who is gay and is married to a man who probably also is gay. Like, I guess I just, it's very (laughs) strange and inauthentic and that I just find it strange. I don't get, I don't get it either. Yeah. I don't, I think like her attraction to Tamara feels like it's more than just a fun night. No, she's been open about it on podcasts and stuff, even on the show. Like she's gay. Oh, okay. She's attracted to women and not men. She's not bisexual. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, she tried to change the narrative as it went along, but that's basically what she said. And by the way, if you listen carefully in like a few episodes, anytime it would come up about having sex with Sean or giving a head or whatever it was, she would be like, yeah, I just think about women. I mean, this is clearly a woman who met him too early. Probably neither of them understood their sexuality in college and got together as best friends. Like, by the way, I think their marriage works clearly. Well, I guess it didn't for a while. They got separated, but you know, seven kids later. Right. Seven. Right. Yeah. That is makes the seven kids darker, you know, because <laughs> it, it's just a, probably to fill up. I know. Not living your authentic life. So, I mean, well, and also the plus. void from her own childhood. That's right. the part that makes me sad. I feel like she's some I, there's something super thirsty and Oof. phony about her. Yeah. In some moments. And then other moments, I feel like she's a real person. So right. she confuses me. I did feel like she managed herself quite well with Vicky in the reunion. She did. Because she just sort of kept calm. She's finding her voice. I mean, Vicky's shameless, you know, homophobia, but also it's like Tamara does the same shit and she didn't even give Tamara an ounce of trouble. It's like, I don't, why don't you just say I don't like her? Yeah, Andy Cohen was on Amy Phillips' show yesterday, the day before, and he was saying, they were talking about that. And he was saying that nothing's changed in the franchise. And Vicky right. is the one who's changed. And he thinks it's because of Steve Lodge. Because Steve Lodge is conservative. And she doesn't want to be that person that she was before. She wants to more sort of mold into that. So, Well, look, that's I healthy. came, like, what makes me want to flip tables is that, you know, I was raised by two Catholic people who were real, what I consider, like, Christian. Like, what a Christian is at, at its core which is very simple, do unto others as you would like done to you. And so when there's a Vicky out there <laughs> who is promoting like being Christian in terms of and hate and is such a hateful person and such a mean person and doesn't give of herself, I doubt she does chair. Like there's nothing about her that is Christian to me. And so when you have someone who has these moral, they, they, run around saying the reason they don't like this and that is because of their moral fiber, but they're terrible. Non, nothing about her is like good, good, (laughs) you know? And that's just a, that's a horrible sort of bastardization of, I think like what we're seeing a lot about quote unquote Christian people. I agree. She is emblematic of that. And I also think luckily Bravo viewers see right through it and are smart enough, you know, maybe not, when it comes to other types of people like that, but with Vicky, for sure, we're yeah. all like, nobody's buying what she's selling. Yes. So perfect transition with your table flip to New Jersey. <laughs> Cause we've, we've must move on. So, so far, I think it's been a great season. Me too. What are you liking? What are you not liking? What's, what's your oh, take? Gosh. I mean, I feel like the, you know, the Joe stuff is, is fascinating to me and heartbreaking and I'm crying pretty much every episode. Easter. Oof. I lost my shit at I was Easter. Sobbing. 
I never got emotionally connected. I, I can't stand either of them so much, right. even though, of course, the kids, how can you not feel for the kids? Right. But I never broke. Like, I never felt like, you know what? You dug your own grave, whatever. You're a hot mess. I don't care. Right. But having said that, this season, the way things have transpired, even with him being an ice, which was seriously cruel, like the way that they apparently treated him, I started to break. Right. And by the time Easter came around and little Adriana is saying, I love you, daddy, and crying, I was a puddle because I felt for his children. It's the kids. I mean, yeah. it's heartbreaking. <laughs> and it's so, it's such a Greek tragedy. I mean, it's so wild. It's wild. I I found it actually very interesting. And I'm still trying to unpack it that he asked her for prenup is shocking <laughs> to me. I, here's my take. I don't think there was a prenup. I think there might have been a postnup. I mean, they were kids when they got married, right? Weren't they like 21? Okay, so wait, but she said before we got married, you wanted a prenup. She said before we got married? I think so. Really? Hmm. Okay. For some reason- When would a postnup have come in? It can come up any time after you're married. It could come up five years ago. It can come up two years after you're married, come up six months after you're married. So what do you think would have- To me, Him starting to make money, I guess. I don't know. See, but that's the interesting thing because they're so, you know- they're so structured culturally in terms of like, I'm the man, you're the woman, this, you know, the old school Italian thing. So like, to me, it's so odd that that conversation would have happened, especially before Bravo. Meaning that like, he would think it's my job to support you. Exactly. Okay. I just find it so odd. I find it culturally so odd that he would ask for a prenup or a postnup. Yeah, no, you that's know? a good point. So I'm, fa- I'm kind of like really trying to understand. And then he said he didn't want to get married. Maybe that's just him being angry. But I have to imagine there's something to that. Oh, for sure. Listen, she what you, what's always driven me crazy about Teresa is that for years on the show, she worked so hard to put up a front about everything, but especially about their marriage. And I'll never forget that episode with the vineyard. Yeah. And he goes off and speaks to his. Yeah. Gumad. Gumad. And she's like, ah, come on, let's go have sex or whatever. And like totally deny that anything Mm -hmm. happened. And that just triggers me so much because she's, it's not even that she's delusional. She knows what's going on, but she refuses to let it crack. Right. And now finally, finally, right. like that scene with Gia in the bridal or the prom shop, yeah. with her, that would have never happened right. before this season ever. That openness of their fighting and relationship with Gia around, like, don't you think? Oh, totally. And I think the, the prenup or postnup thing, <laughs> I feel like. Do you have to say prenup? So we'll stick to prenup. I feel like that, you know, in like almost a character study, it has been eating away. That has been part of her. Who am I? You know, like yeah. for this entire time. Wow. I and I just am curious as to why they ended up getting married. Why was she pregnant? I don't think so. Ooh, great question. I don't think it adds up, right? If yeah, she's like forty six or something, seven. Right. And Gia's 18 or 19. You can't, I was going to say, let's, I'm too lazy to bring up the the numbers on that. (laughs) Right. But you're right. It seems like they would, they would have waited a few years before they had Gia, but we're not going to do that math. I mean, I'm already like past it. I can't, there's no way I can crunch that number. Moving on. Do you care about Dolores? I happen to, even though I understand nobody does. Right. Like I don't not care about her. I like her, but she has no, her storyline's silly. Oh yeah. This, this, you know, look, I mean, I am kind of like, I've had stuff with my dad and health, so it does hit a particular chord with me, but it's filler. Yeah. I mean, the sort know. of will they, won't they of her and the ex, Nobody you know, cares. like who cares? Nobody. Even if they are having sex, what well, great. Yeah. You know, you're cute. They're really cute couple. They should be having sex. He's 20 times hotter than the doctor. Yeah. The doctor looks like he needs like some sun. 
<laughs> he's like a vitamin. He's yeah. Yeah. He's like green, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I don't see the attraction there. They seem to have no chemistry. I, I don't see it. No. But I'm sure we don't see a lot of them together. It's all, only, the only thing we've seen is people being like, you're going to marry him and him being like, Meh. right. You know? <laughs> She's like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, unpopular opinion maybe, but I really have come around on Jennifer this season. I'm not saying- As have I. Okay, good. Not saying I like her necessarily, though I've had moments, but she's a really good housewife. Yeah, she's great. And she also has dropped the thing that annoyed me the most last year, which is- It was the fact that everything, she was so materialistic and she talked about her money and her stuff. I don't think she's done that once. Ooh, that's, I forgot. See, my memory's short. (laughs) I forgot that was her worst quality and she hasn't done that. She was like, look at my hands. You get the best sunsets. Da, 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 yeah. da. Like she hasn't done that. I think she felt for whatever reason, even though it's not right, that like to make her mark in the first season, yes. she, that was the persona she yes. had to show. It's obviously in her, but like, right. okay, what's going to make me the most interesting? It's well, she be certainly got money. feedback on it because right. everyone hated it. Everyone so hated she it. She took the note. Exactly. And so she's fun. She's, um, she looks great. Yeah. Her husband, uh, creepy weepies. I know. I mean, I did see a picture of them when they got married and he both like he looked normal at one point. Ooh, I want to see that picture. Yeah, he actually looked cute. Really? But he's done weird, weird shit to his face. It's just like the the plumber that can't fix their own pipes. Have you seen Terry Dubrow? Those cheek implants are a it's, biblical disaster. It's imbo- It's unbelievable. It's ter- it's rotten. It's, it's really rotten. It's, It's so upsetting. It's really upsetting. Okay, so Jennifer, well, okay, so Teresa, we talked about Melissa. I'm sorry, you having another kid is not a storyline. It's not a storyline. We know you're not pregnant now. It's just like the sister that you never had. (laughs) Like, sweetie, just it's, I don't, I like her in relation to the other woman, but she's not interesting. No, but I do always like want to get a drink with her every time. I think she's so pretty. I like looking at her. And her outfits are so cute. She's so cute. She's just like got a great personality. And I really do need not great. Like she doesn't have a personality that's interesting, but it's pleasant. (laughs) And for sometimes I really need that in these shows. Right. I need one person who's a good hang. A breath of fresh. A breath of fresh. Yeah. That I can just be like, oh, I would sit with you and have a skinny margarita. Yeah. And right. That was what Denise brought in Beverly Hills yes. last season. Yeah. Like, OK, thank God. Just someone who just seems fairly normal on planet Earth. Um, you know, here with us, by the way, side note, since we're not in the season yet, but did you see that? Pipe and hot tea. That was insane. All right. So for those of you who maybe don't know what we're talking about, I love that we know exactly what we're talking about. Like we don't even need to discuss it. We're just like, oh my God. So, uh, there was some tea spilled on the internet interweaves yesterday that (laughs) Brandy and Denise slept together recently, like within the last month or two. And that the reason there's this huge feud going on that we've all been wondering about is because Brandy thought Denise and Aaron had an open relationship. Apparently, Aaron did not get that memo. Denise told, oh, sorry, Brandy was talking about it publicly. Aaron found out all hell broke loose. Now, Deanna. Listening. I went deep diving on the comments and everything. A lot of people were not buying this at all. Interesting. Saying this was because apparently what the original rumor was, was whatever's happening has something to do with Aaron's business. And I'm, it's probably that he's, you know, whatever it is, shady or doesn't really do what he says he does. Who knows what it is. And that Denise. I don't care. Could care less. Could care less about him and his training. Don't care about (laughs) trainers. Not interested. Is that even what he does? I thought he was like a healer. Oh, quote okay. Unquote. So again, right. don't care. Bizarre. And like, who cares? And by the way, if you're going to a quote unquote healer, they are scamming you. <laughs> so that's it. And enjoy it. I but can vouch for that 100%. You know? Been there. Been scammed from that. Yeah. Like, enjoy it if you must. But right. Like, and with him, I would. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hello, Aaron. Okay. So that, yeah. So people think, so it'll be interesting to see. It's a great rumor if it's true. God, right? there's so like two, I'm just like, I could, you know, I'm not really sleeping with women just to begin with. I'm okay. not, you know, okay. not just not really, just not. <laughs> but the idea of getting down with that brandy, I mean, I would need to <laughs> alcohol swab her down. You know what I mean? Like there's, right. it's she's just like all so, skank. 
all skank. Just tough. Yeah. You know, like it literally feels like STDs are crawling I, out I, of her. I just would need <laughs> yeah. to like lots of Purell. Throw her in a Purell bath. <laughs> totally. And also, she's ruined. Another one has ruined her face. She used to be a beautiful woman. She's unrecognized. She looks like the bride of Wildstein or whatever that woman is. That's rough, I know. I think that, you know, Beverly Hills is a dangerous place to live. <laughs> it, you know, they really, that set, I don't think they can see themselves correctly. Like, yeah. I think that there's so much plastic surgery that the standard of a face changes. And I, the problem, you're so right. And my fear is that as society, we're changing with it. Like we're starting to accept yes. that. Like well, we're looking at Jennifer Aniston and Demi Moore and being like, they're so beautiful. They look so great. It's like, do you know how much work went into those faces to right. preserve them, to make them look <laughs> the way they do? Sure. That is There's not actually real. Yeah. That's not actually real. Right. For Maldonado, right. <laughs> so that is upsetting me as a larger conversation. Yeah. I feel that way. Well, one thing I think has changed for the better in that arena is breast. I don't hear girls getting breast implants anymore. Right now. Like it's I don't butts. see them. <laughs> but I actually don't know if real girls are getting butt implants. I, yeah, I don't you know, know I don't. I yeah. feel like those body altercations have chilled. Yeah, that's true. Now it's all face. It's all face. And by the way, the other thing that's been creeping in, which is really throws me for a loop, is face tattoos are now. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I'm that's seeing bad. them on the streets like. Wow. It's just like Post Malone is cool and he's right. a great right. artist and he has shit all over his face. And it's like people think that they can get uh. the tattoos up in the forehead and stuff. And. You that's this message that you are out of society, you know, but it's getting sort of. Oh, that depresses me. By the way, speaking of well-preserved older actors, you had a hilarious tweet that I responded to on the Golden Globes about Brad Pitt. <laughs> what was it again? Basically, like at, at seeing him up there at the Golden Globes, it's like he's been with us for our whole lives, essentially. And I've been actively not trying to feel him. Exactly how I feel. That's why I responded like, to it. So, like he's never been my guy. No, but you know what? I saw him up there. I said, well, son of a bitch, you wore me down. You wore me down. You look good. You gotta Guess what? It to him. You look freaking good. And I hope you feel happy that you've broken us. He broke us all. And you know what? I hated that movie but he did deserve that he award. was great so was i very hated i thought it was weirdly uh, paced uh, weirdly like too long yeah it's like these directors these caucasian directors are getting some so and 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 no one is checking them and no. so okay but the but quentin tarantino i find i think he's a phenomenal director and i'm just so and his pacing is always so good that i don't know what happened here he was him sitting in a chair jerking off to like every old movie he's ever seen. Like okay. I just felt like it was so yeah. self-congratulatory right. and indulgent. Like yeah. I truly cannot stand him. I agree. Sure. He's a genius. Yeah. You know, I don't use that word lightly. He clearly is. I really don't like him. He, he he's almost the level of Brahman's mom for me. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. yeah. I, I wouldn't want to spend any time with him. You know, I did meet him once for a second and did get a picture, but that was before I started actively <laughs> hating him. This was okay. years ago. I mean, okay. I'm sure something's coming for him. That's going to take him down. Like there's certain people. Yeah. He circles the, he's, he's right on the edge of me too. I mean, let's oh. be real. And PS, his foot fetish was so all over that that's movie. Right. Oh, I, mean, I did not so catch that. And I'm like, dude, can you tuck it away? I'm so glad, <laughs> literally tuck it away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I forgot about that because I, that it was only... so torch. The movie was so torturous to me in the wow. first place. That would have just been another level. Back to Jersey for a moment. So let's talk about Jackie, who is yes. simultaneously kind of interesting and irritating yeah. in my opinion. And the whole thing that happened with Dolores and like, do you think there was, there's been a lot of talk that there was some veiled anti-Semitism there yeah, with Dolores saying. My husband saying, and I were screaming anti-Semitism. Really? Because yes. so Dolores basically says, Jackie, we're just not cut from the same cloth. Right. Like we were raised differently. And so that translated to you as yes. you're, I'm Italian, you're Jewish basically. Yes. But what about Siggy? It's not, it, it <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that like, just like most people, you know, your racism is going to come out with certain people and not with others. I don't think she's a blanket anti-Semite. Okay. But I think what she was saying was 
that culturally her being I, I think I think Siggy was also more conservative. Like she was more old school with her parents and her kid. Like there was a more old school vibe. And I think with Jackie, she's just like, we're too different. And I think if she was Italian, she wouldn't have been saying that. That's just what I, I mean. That's just what I, I would have to go back and look at the text. But like, I just, that was the vibe I got, you know? I think you're right in the sense that she would feel more of a kinship with her if she was Italian or maybe more old school or whatever. But I don't know if it was a Jewish that I didn't take it. And look, yeah. I'm super sensitive right. to that stuff being Jewish. I took it more like Jackie's uptight and more formal, you know, and kind of doesn't let her hair down and have, but like she's not sort of loud and boisterous like Dolores and, right. you know, kind of my big fat Italian family type of thing. I took it more like that. Like Jackie's, Got an eating disorder. She's super controlled about, you know, which they highlighted and was super uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. weird. So she's very disciplined and contained. Like I took it more like, you know, Dolores. And also don't forget, which I did just till the second Dolores had an eating disorder. Do you remember that way back? So So I bet she's triggered by that too, because it's really, I don't know if you've spent time around people with eating disorders Mm -hmm. who are basically anorexic. It's really hard to be around those Mm -hmm. people in dining situations. And so you may not realize that's what you're responding to sometimes, but that could like make you spout off. So I just didn't take it as a Jewish thing, but maybe it was deep seated. It's, it was what, I don't know. It's what popped off for me and. Hopefully it isn't, you know, maybe it's just (laughs) something else. I just think it was so just this whole thing about the, it's such a bad idea. These, the patriarchy is so strong in Jersey and they don't even know it. And Melissa, you know, she's doing what she can and it's, she's still so in a traditional setup, but like for her, she's pushing the boundary. I like it. I do too. Let's let's transition our racism conversation okay, to Dallas, <laughs> shall we? I'm trying let's to make smooth it. transitions here. It. So tonight we have a very fiery part two where yes. they go in hard on Leanne. So, well, what was your? Let's back up. Yeah. How did you feel about Dallas as a whole this season? You know, <laughs> it's like I feel like I've sometimes I just totally like check out of everything, you know, I'll just, a season won't catch me and I'll just be like, forget it. So all of these seasons have kept me along, you know? Okay. Um, I, I do think Leanne is an excellent housewife. You know, she's one of those, in, like, I don't know what they have without her entirely. Um, but wow, she went down in flames, you know? Insane. Do you think, I mean, this is the question they're going to ask tonight at the reunion of everyone. Do you think Leanne is a racist? I just have to think about like when I have a problem with someone, do I bring up their ethnicity? Yes, it's a great point. The answer is no. Right. Because it's not in my head as to the reason why I'm upset with someone. Such a good, you encapsulated it perfectly. So, you know, that's what she, that's her go-to. That's her go-to. This woman. P.S. I don't care for Carrie. I don't either. She is a sour grape. I agree. Let's take the Mexican out of it. Yeah. Could care less. Could care less. She is a sour grape. I mean, she do, gives me nothing. No, and I hate women that come on the show to get divorced. I find <laughs> I do. I really don't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like work that shit out. Like, stop it. Stop do dragging it your, your own time. Yeah, stop dragging your husband into this. It just feels yucky. So funny. Yeah, I mean, that's clearly was. But can you calculate to that level? Like, how do you line your life up so that you can come onto a reality show and get divorced? I think that, look, yeah, I mean, I don't think that was it per se, but I do think she's been the least subtle about it of all the housewives over the years that okay. have gone yeah. that way. I think she literally is like, hi, I'm Gaddy and I don't have financial independence. I want to get divorced, you know? And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Right. That's your storyline, I guess, you know? And in every scene with Eduardo, I'm going to be a bitch to him right. and get mad at him. I just find her uns- unsavory. There's, I've not enjoyed her. Not enjoyed there's her at all. There's nothing fun. And exactly, the, there's not another side to her that's fun I or appealing. 
And I just feel like I don't get her. She also doesn't make sense with these other women. Like agree. I just I don't get her. I, where did she come from? Does she have a connection with one of them? Did I? Miss I want to say Deandra. Really? Am I crazy? No. I mean, I I just didn't get her. Deandra was a little bit more in the background this season. Yeah. I, I know everyone hates Deandra. I don't hate her. I don't hate her either. Yeah. I kind of am. P.S. Still, you and I have the same exact taste. We do, in life. right? It's bizarre. <laughs> it's actually really bizarre. I don't think I've ever had that experience with someone where do you hate Lydia as much as I do on OC. <laughs> I feel like I've forgotten about Lydia, okay. but she I was OK with her initially. And then her Jesus Barbie stuff like just became crazy. I know she wasn't the one who was Jesus oh, Barbie, but she yeah. just became insufferable but I mean just in general okay you know I align with when I listen to your podcast and Uh, I'm just like I align with you on most things I guess and we're like Howard Stern fans we just have a similar like I feel like the documentaries you like I'm like yes 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 oh my god I love it it's funny yeah it's Um, good to make like-minded but Deandra's fine to me I mean she's you know, interesting to look at. She's reasonable. She's reasonable. You know, I, I find her. She's a good time. Yeah. So I don't mind her. Do you think she should have outed last season, the rich cheating stuff? Um, wait, I think I missed. What is this? What is that? So I might've missed last out. season. Last the whole season. thing that still carried over to the season oh, was rich, that rich, the husband, rich, the eye patch. I was rich, thinking the money rich. Oh rich. no, no, no. Sorry. Oh, okay. Rich, the rich, pirate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I mean, we saw him at the wedding. It's, a, I mean, it's a, over. Even, no. How can Leanne live with herself? It's gross. He's gross. Um, you don't check out women at your wedding <laughs> with the mic on if you're not, you know, sleeping with other women. It's just not what you do. I don't have any compassion left for Leanne. I used to really have a soft spot for her. I've soured on her and it's, it's the racism stuff, but it's also just the victim stuff. I, she's rough. She's rough. rough. You know, there's not a lot left to like there. I did a line with her in Thailand. Okay. When she didn't want to eat any of the street food, (laughs) not the street food, but going into the, the sex shows. I was lit up angry that these women, these privileged white women were so excited to go and they were making fun of it. And it's like, do me a favor, live in a country like that, have the the resources they've had and let me see where you end up. Yeah, it was, it was disgusting. Them running out like scared, like fuck off. And it's, as a woman, I feel they should never have walked in there unless they're literally going to enjoy it. You know what I mean? And to support the other women. I just, I just found the whole thing. They were making fun of it. And it's like, you have not walked those steps in life. How dare you? Oh yeah. It's, I completely agree. And I think that was where Liam was coming from. Yeah. But the thing is, and I don't remember this, did she protest before or was it just after? It was before. Okay. Yeah. I just remembered the after in the hotel room with Cameron where Which she was. was a mess. Oh, was I mean, am- it was a mess. Amazing. And notice how the cameras are never there. That was all iPhone video. You know, did you notice that? Oh, in that hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. That great scene where she's got spouting off. Who's, who's, cam- who's oh, I, I, I don't okay, know about yeah. that. Maybe like. But why, if, if it's not either of them, then it has to be a producer, right? Or something. So maybe what Somebody happens is in. they have so many cameras doing something uh, and then they maybe assign an AP or somebody with like an Like run that phone. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Or yeah. maybe it was one of them had an assistant there. I have right. no idea. They're on location. So it's limited. Right. It could be a fixer. Who knows? Right. So, um, no, I, I agree with you. And, and the fact that they didn't know that was tone deaf. Tone deaf. You know, like 20 years ago, maybe Come it would have been something. But um, yeah, I agree with you. So there's rumors that Dallas is not coming back. Oh, interesting. I don't, I don't know if I'll be upset if it doesn't come back. I'll tell you what, there's very few shows that could be canceled and I'd be upset about right now in this, in, in Bravo. New York. That was one. Okay. I'm like, don't you dare go. But everybody else. I can let go. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It is. We've been going with them for over a decade I know. now. You know, like. You're right. Listen, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I don't think I can quit Beverly Hills, even though it's uh, not yeah. good. It's not good. Yeah. I know it's not right. good. 
but I'm a sucker for like rich house porn and like lifestyle stuff. Like I enjoy that. It's why I like Million Dollar Listing LA. We talked about that on my podcast with Brian. I hate the Kardashians. I will only tolerate it to look at their homes. Mm. Like I am definitely like my um, head against the glass sometimes. (laughs) Just it's like fun. But nothing else about Beverly Hills is interesting. Let's get that clear. Except for Dorit's storyline, which they will not show. Oh, yeah. I mean. If you could do a season of Dorit and PK being exposed, that could be the best. That could be like Brooks and Cancer. Right. Right? Like, let's get Camille or whoever we need, or Brandy maybe, back in there to blow the roof off of it. Like Adrian Maloof surrogate style. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Because they are charlatans and grifters. That's true. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, they have the storylines. They're just not using them. They just don't use them. And I asked Alex Baskin about that. He's the head of evolution that produces Housewives of Beverly Hills. And he made it sound like, you know, we will show it if they bring it up. But the problem is, is that all these women, because it's Beverly Hills, like, no, 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 we don't talk about that in the show. We don't talk about that. That's what I hate about Beverly Hills. Like you're on a fucking reality. And it was not like that. The first few seasons, the first three seasons of that show were amazing. And they mentioned it all. Mm -hmm. And then after (laughs) that, it was like, guys, come on. We don't talk about all that. Right. Well, that's, yeah, like Atlanta, I feel like I love Portia. She just lays it all out. You know, I believe everything that comes out of her face. I never think, oh, she's editing for the camera. You know, like her emotions are her emotions and she goes there. You just have to or else the show suffers and then we don't care. You want us to care. And that's where the best housewives shine. You know, that's why Nene and Bethany and, you know, um, even Vicky. I mean, just, you know, just just being out there. Right. You know, they, they, they shine. So we have a few minutes left. Let's talk about what you're up to these days and um, and where we can find you. Well, you can find me at Deanna M. Chang. C-H-E-N-G on the spots and the places. And <laughs> and she's very witty on all of the spots and the places. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I always. It's true. I do always agree with your takes also. We're right there. Although are you supporting Andrew Yang for president? Is that your guy? Yeah. Like a hundred per, like you're all in. I'm still available. <laughs> I am. I'm actually still available. Okay. But at this moment, yeah. I believe he is the right person to move us into. I think he's the right person for us. I like him too. I guess my issue, it's not with him. It's just like, I'm uncomfortable putting my weight behind somebody who I don't think has any chance because I feel like mm. we're so I actually think he desperate. does. Really though? He, his online, um, his online activity is bigger than anyone's. But what about his polling? Not that I know his polling is going up is consistently. It? That would be amazing. Look, I think he is a lot has a lot to offer. This is what I, I like, like him. About him. Yeah. And, you know, I'm less <laughs> I'm less you you probably know more about everyone and their policies and stuff. I'm more instinctually based yeah, in that's terms okay. of what I'm looking at. But by at. the way, that's most Americans. That's, that's right. why we have this So fucker. first of all, he's very available to like he has a bunch of you know, Republican support, which is, is important very, and independent, which very. is important. Those are the people we need. He is, I've listened to, my husband is, is all Andrew Yang and has been for a very long time. So I have been subjected to every interview he's done to date. Huh. Um, and I love that he is so confident in his opinions. If someone disagrees with him, he lets it sit there and he's okay with not everyone agreeing with him, which I just am very refreshed by. I think that he has a handle on just where our country needs to go. Doesn't it frustrate you having said all of those things that he's, as far as the media goes, marginalized. Majorly. And, yeah, that and, would bother me a lot. Well, and also like MSNBC specifically right. has not had him. Yes, in, and he's gone after them. He has and he should because yeah. it's absurd. Yeah. Like they literally will not put his name and face up. Wow. In, I mean, there's so many examples. It's That's bizarre. disturbing. And they someone just put a picture of which is a different Asian man up there, which is just <laughs> right. shocking, you know. <laughs> but I think he's even, I think he's on planet Earth. And I think he's raised all the money organically, which is very important to me. Considering he's super rich. 
right? Isn't he? He's isn't not he? super rich. Oh, I thought he was. Mm-hmm. I thought he was one of those like he, very rich businessmen. I think he's fine, but I don't know. Oh, that I he's thought he was like on that level. Not in that level. Not like Bloomberg, no. but I thought. No, 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 oh, no. oh, that's interesting. No, and all the money he's raised from just genuine supporters. He has no super PAC money. Okay. So and he, you know, I just think I'm into that, and I like. I just like him. And I think the dividend thing is completely doable. And the giving one thousand yeah, dollars. I mean, yeah. that's not why I'm into him, but I do think um, why not give it to the people of this country? Yes. He, no one is. He also has last thing. He also has such a vision for what you and I were talking about Amazon before we started. Yeah. And Amazon doesn't get taxed. Facebook doesn't get taxed. It's ridiculous. It's it's obscene. Obscene. And so he will be taxing those little fuckers. Sanders and Warren, they all are the the same on that. And that is the money that will pay for the thousand dollar dividend a month to the American people. He also has a very firm grasp on automation and how it's taking over. And I don't think anyone else has really got their hands on that. Yeah. And we have to look forward a bit, you know, and I don't think he will is triggering to people in terms of who he is. And I think at this moment, that's very important. I'm open. I'm willing to look. I mean, I honestly have just not. He hasn't been on my radar. Do a like Google and just <laughs> listen. To, like there's some great just interviews. Yeah. Just listen, listen to him. So tell us. I'm directing a solo show that will be coming out uh, that will be happening very shortly. January 18th and 20th at 7 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. It's called Some Assembly Required. Um, it's Mel Stevens, who is a fantastic comic. And she unpacks being a Southerner in L.A. and New York and sort of how that has been difficult and, you know, kind of piecing the I'm not selling it well, but it it's a great show. <laughs> I will figure out how to sell it. Just go to my Instagram and see it. Yeah. You were telling me about be it before helpful. and I, you sold me and I'm definitely going to come it's see it. It's falling apart right here. Yeah, it's but some assembly required on the pitch, but we'll work on it. Some, yeah. Pitch <laughs> a lot of assembly required. Just on the trust pitch. Deanna. Cause she's really smart and funny. <laughs> okay. And, and I do think it's a great show and I'm very excited to uh, put it up and see so it. So exciting. I love that you're directing. Yeah. You know, here and there we get, we do what we do. We do what we do. <laughs> um, well, I'm always so happy to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me on you are a joy you are hilarious p.s has everyone seen the latter-day jew not everyone well so it's not out widely yet okay so we did sort of a sneak peek in la before it went on the film festival circuit which is when you came and it I was, was fabulous oh thank so you so well done oh uh, it sort of creeps up on you i was crying hysterically throughout Aww. you know it's just like Starts in one way and you're like, okay, I think I know where this is going. And then it's such a journey and it's so beautiful. The roller coaster. And you did an amazing job. Thank you so much. It was so funny that you said you were crying hysterically because that was the first like focus group because we hadn't taken, you know, I showed it to like five people. And this was like, you know, mostly industry people that I was, you know, friends in the industry. And I was really nervous because I had no idea like if it was good. And then when the lights came on. Everybody looked like they were at a funeral and I was like, oh my God, they all hated it. And I realized that everyone had been crying like in all the right places. And I was so happy. And that was kind of the beginning of this amazing journey that's been going on since June or July. I'm still going. We're in, you're uh, just showing it. You're in festivals. We're in festivals. So go to latterdayjew.com. You know, I'm plugging my own thing on my own podcast. I do. And, um, see where we're going to be in New York next month. Um, on February 11th. And then we're going to be, we're in Miami on the 18th of January. We're in Palm Beach. We're, um, we're going to be in South Bend, Indiana and Maine. I mean, we're all over the place. It's great. So it's really been like in the South and the Midwest and East Coast, West Coast. So it's really getting good and, exposure. And you're following a, a gay Christian man who well, is- Well, that's Christian anymore. <laughs> right. At the time when you're starting yeah. the movie, who wants to- um, become Jewish. Yeah. So he, he had, by the time I met him, he had converted already, okay. but he hadn't had a bar mitzvah oh, okay. and he was 34 years old. Yeah. So that whole joke is like, I'm going to become a man at age 34 and have a bar mitzvah. So it's really about, so like you said, you think it's going in one direction because it's really com- comedy at the beginning right. and he's a comedian. So obviously that's his starting point. 
but it really becomes more about him searching for his own identity mm-hmm. and kind of I always compare it to like the Wizard of Oz where he goes and meets all these people along his journey yes. and kind of learns from them. And we have a lot of sort of B storylines with really interesting people in the film yeah. who are going through their own identity crises. Yeah. And ultimately, just to sound super corny and cheesy, it's really a film about um, identity and just fitting belonging and figuring out who you really are. Yeah. And, and you know, other people's acceptance and their journey, which is like his mother just broke me. Yes. She was amazing. Every time. I mean, I've seen the film like a thousand times at this point. I cry every time. Yeah. Never fails. Thank you for supporting it. It means a lot. I loved it. You're awesome. Everyone follow Deanna and her uh, various endeavors. Thank you. I'm sure we'll do this again soon. Thank Great. you. Can't wait. Hi, reality of reality. It's Deanna Chang. I just finished the New Jersey fight scene in full after Aliza left. We're in the evening of that same day. And I just saw the hair pull. Um, Wow. Here's the thing. I do understand the water. Look, Danielle chest bumped her. Then we can just leave it at that. You chest bump me. You want to go. Do I want to go? I have to look inward. If I don't want to go, then I step away. If I do want to go, then I take a glass of water and I throw it over your head because now let's go. So I do not think Margaret is innocent in this, but you're messing with a maniac. And this maniac has the capability of doing terrible things like who thinks to throw items from a purse into wax? My brain would never come up with that. And then she did a double hair pull. The uh, goodbye to the store owner was chilling. The way she pivoted from really ruining his product, ruining Margaret's purse contents, and then seeing his handsome face and giving like a goodbye baby kiss with a smile chilled me to the bone. Her and Teresa marching out, waiting for Margaret to see if she's going to follow them was insane. But at the end of the day, if I'm throwing water over someone's head, I guess I assume we're getting into it physically. That's what I do assume. And, And, you know, I also feel like I've come to the fact that when you put your hands on someone it's actually assault later in life. I never really knew like just hands are, is assault, but it is assault. Guys, that's it. Wow. New Jersey delivered. Good night.